Hello and welcome to Hot Yoga Radio. We're having our walk through the Welsh Hills today. We're next to a stream at the moment, if you can hear it gurgling in the background. We're having a, a celebratory uh, podcast because it's Pete's birthday today. <laughs> and we're going to do another in our Lao Tzu series. So today I think we're on uh, chapter 53. So let's have a little read through that and then uh, see what we think. If all I know is a fraction, then my only fear is of losing the thread. The great way is easy, but people are forever being taken down side tracks. They look after the palaces, but ignore the fields. The granaries are empty, but they wear wonderful clothes. They go about with arms and gorge themselves on fine food and drink. How rich they are, and they have stolen it all from the poor. They are the robber barons of now. This is not the real Dow. Not by any means. <laughs> I wonder, who is this describing? Hmm, let me guess. <laughs> it does seem amazingly contemporary, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when we were wondering which podcast to do, we had a read through this. It's like we read it, it's like, oh my God, this just describes like where we are right now. Yeah. The robber barons are still in charge. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And while the children, are, uh, you know, can't can't afford to feed the starving children of Britain, but they do desperately need a new Brexit yacht that costs two hundred million pounds. Yeah. A minimum two hundred million. Um, and they said they really need this because um. They'll get better Brexit deals if they've got a big swanky yacht. But the really <laughs> funny thing was they wanted to all cover it in um, royal approval by calling it... Um, royal Yacht Prince Philip or something like that? Yes, yeah, so it was something like that. And the Queen told them to fuck off. <laughs> so they couldn't, they couldn't be all sort of... Um, uh, have all the, the, the pomp of the empire and the backing of the royals because, yeah, the Queen said, yeah, just fuck off with that. That's not where we're at at the moment. So. Will you please kindly fuck off? <laughs> fuck off, <laughs> Mr so, uh, Johnson. Yeah. Fuck off. So, anyway, uh, just on a slightly more serious note, <laughs> what's he going on about? Hold on. And here for your delectation... Dear listeners, is the squeaky gate, or one of many squeaky gates, actually. Ka-clunk. Well, I did keep telling you that Lao Tzu is a communist, or a, an anarcho-syndicalist, socialist, libertarian socialist, left-wing type of waller. Because sometimes you can think he sounds like a free-market free market libertarian, um, neoliberal. But here it is, there's Lao communism, straight laid down in front of you. Society's a mess, incredibly unequal. And it's unequal because some people have the wherewithal to steal the wealth from the people that actually produce it through their work. But let's backtrack a little. If all I know is a fraction, he starts out, then my only fear is losing the thread. Well, what is it to lose the thread? I mean, Lao Tzu is admitting that we're, we are in a, a condition of 
being partly in the dark at best about what's going on around us and inside us in the world in general and the universe provide the universe and our own existence provides us with an infinity of knowledge in a finite life so we do in fact only ever know a fraction and that uh, makes the point that if you only know a fraction you can indeed kind of lose the thread and he tells us in the next thing what, uh, what, what, what it means to lose the thread he says the great way is easy by the great way he means the the contemplative and practical um, application of acquaintance with the Tao which we've explained many many times to you in this series but the danger is that we can go off down side tracks and we love to get diverted and most people who get tangled up with these kind of ideas inverted comma spirituality uh, really have a fantastic resistance to the obvious point that the great way is easy because the great way is right in front of your nose you are already the great way your consciousness is already the great way the unfolding of your life is already the great way there's nowhere to go to attain it in fact there's nothing to attain because we love to attain you know and there's kind of nothing wrong with that in some ways but in this field it doesn't work but uh, I suppose it's spiritual materialism is what Chog Yom Trungpa called spiritual materialism but that uh, walk in the path whatever you want to call it whatever formulation you want for this business It's something that we always try to understand in terms of all our other desires and ambitions. And that's what Lao Tzu means to get uh, taken down side tracks. Now again, uh, there's nothing wrong with that intrinsically. It's not a condemnation of some aspects of life. And it's a mistake that people will almost inevitably make. Very rare you come across somebody who don't make that mistake, you know, of thinking they can tackle the matter of being acquainted with the the Tao or the Great Way or Buddha nature or whatever by just trying really, really, really hard and by being very, very, very ambitious and very, very diligent in the attempt to attain when the thing is already in your possession. Now this pans out practically as well, because Lao Tzu believes that an acquaintance with the Tao, on the part of people in general, and particularly on the part of people who have responsibility for social organisation, and the way we work together as communities to, to, to aid survival and to actually deliver for us a good life, on Lao Tzu's view, they, such people need to be acquainted with the Tao. And they just look a lot better at it as a result. And they're a lot better at governing, you might say, as a result. When that's absent, you get this scenario. You know, the granaries are empty. But the people where... The, but the, the rich, is what he means. 
But the rich, which is who he means there, wear wonderful clothes. You know, they look after the palaces, but ignore the fields. I mean, that is actually like literally true at the moment, you know. Yeah, absolutely. They want, like, you know, where, where there's uh, for the idiocy of, of, of Brexit, there's a massive labour shortage and the food that Britain does grow for itself in, in the fields has got nobody to pick it. Not exactly nobody, but a massive labour shortage. Yeah. Because of a... Oh, because they a, sent them all back, didn't they? They sent them back, yeah. Yeah. And, it, yeah, because, and because of... Uh, Thinking this was a good thing. But, uh, millions and millions of pounds, hundreds of millions of pounds to refurbish Buckingham Palace. But yeah, not to mention another, what Bungin... Uh, what's his face? Our mate from the um, the 18th century... What's he called from... Rees Mogg. Oh, yeah, Jacob Rees Mogg. They, they gave him, uh, they had like £7 million pounds of public money to do up his mansion in the country. I know. Stuff like this. Yeah, they don't, they don't miss a trick. They said they go about with arms and gorge themselves and find food and drink. How rich they are and they have stolen it from the poor. Well, if you listen to our podcast, you'll know that we, we take the view that, that uh, uh, wealth is created, goods are created by, by labour. But the way that things are organised is such that there's a class of people who control the process and regard themselves as wealth creators. But they are actually quite dispensable. Whereas work, actual work isn't, not yet, it will be, through automation, uh, more and more. This is gradually happening. But at the time... At this time, wealth is created by labour. Labour theory of value. And Lao Tzu recognised it. I mean, the way he described that, you know, he says, well, we are, they are the robber barons of now. We are thoroughly in the grips at this time. Yeah. Two and a half thousand years later of, of thieves and robbers, robber barons. And you listen to our podcast, you'll know that uh, we research this, uh, like who these people are, how they operate, uh, 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 how they operate globally. And it's a very, very small number of, of people when push comes to shove. And well, working on a model of um, uh, stealing from the poor to give to the rich. Yeah, it's a trickle-up system. But uh, Lao says, this is not the real Dow. She's not the real Dow. These people can't claim that they've some acquaintance with the basic motive force, you might say, of the universe, the basic underlying uh, system, uh, system of movement, which is existence itself. And Lao Tzu's claim is that we need people who take responsibility in society to have, to have some measure of that acquaintance. But he's also telling us that it's not a matter of all kinds of intricate operations on your psyche. It's not about improving yourself. It's not even psychoanalysis or anything like that. It's something much, much simpler. But it's a simplicity which is so profound that it divides almost everybody. And that they prefer their egos prefer to uh, to zip off down this or that side track into this or that labyrinth and this is what we see this is the state of the world still
but it's not some tremendous profound difficulty that's putting us in the shit. It's our inability to grasp, even though that might be the quite, not quite the right word, because you don't grasp, for our inability to not grasp what is right in front of us, to simply open to it. There's only one operation, is just opening to it. And even that's to say too much, because it really is that kind of immediate. And if the guy's right, and I know it's fanciful and he's a romantic and stuff, but if the guy is right, you know, we are in fact not doomed because, uh, but we are kind of in a bit of a mess because we think everything has to be complicated <laughs> and difficult. How I see it is that. Uh... All the wonders of the world are around you all the time. So the world is always sparkling. But if you go around with your eyes shut, you just think it's not there and you can't see it. Yeah. And so being able to to see it and to, to realise it is as easy as just like opening your eyes and looking. Yeah, that really is what it is. So you think it's not there just because your eyes are shut and you can't see it, but it always mm. is. Indeed. <laughs> but if you had never opened your eyes before, I guess it would feel like um, uh, quite a feat in some ways. Yeah. And a very profound change. A shock. Yeah. I think what I find in, in, in years of being involved in this stuff and, in, and involved in other people being involved in this stuff is that can be quite a shock and uh, I don't think it needs to be but the, the reality is that's how it kind of pans out and that's why it has this reputation in some sort of areas as being uh, difficult yeah as being something that's that's yeah. a hurdle to overcome because it can yeah. be very shocking yeah And as for the side tracks, well, you know, get your handle on the dough just by opening yourself to what's actually unfolding in your life at this time, from moment to moment. Very, very straightforward thing without worrying about how it ought to be and what the books say <laughs> and what the guru says. Just open yourself to it. Then you can wander off down any labyrinth you like for the hell of it because life's then... You know, world's your oyster, life's your playground. And if you are polit a political animal, you might sort of say some stuff that you didn't previously say. You know, that won't be just, terribly nice. They're just out of a kind of clarity, that's all. And I mean, Lao is not shying away from the fact that we're, we're in the hands of thieves and robbers. That's, that is it, and it's very, very plain. Yeah. And it's not great for a lot of people. Uh, a billion people go to bed hungry every night on this planet, you know, and yet capitalists keep claiming this is the best way of solving poverty. I think it was. They would have done it by now. They've had 200 years. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know. long enough. So. 
you know. Welcome to the world of de de the communist Derrys. <laughs> Those fine people. Yeah. Okay. So I hope you all found that uh, interesting and hopefully useful in some way. I'm going to carry on with our walk now and we will speak to you again soon.